bless his name. Matthew chapter 11 and verses 28 through 30. And I'm reading from uh, the King James Version of the Bible. Whatever translation you have, we can make a chorus of, of God's word as we read out loud his word. This is the verbal written word of our Heavenly Father to us. All right, let's read out loud together. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden. Now, I just want to briefly talk for you. I want to raise a question this morning. Are you tired yet? Are you tired yet? Come unto me. You may be seated. Are you tired yet? Come unto me, all ye who labor and heavy laden. I will give you rest. The idiom sick and tired means annoyed with someone or something and willing to put up with it no longer. My dear sanctified mother used to say to me when I did something that she didn't approve of. She was sick of fooling with me. She'd say, I am so sick and tired of you and this foolishness. Being sick and tired is nothing new. A fat domino song about it back in 1964. And then last year, I can't repeat the words in public, but Denzel Curry Song rapped about I'm sick and tired. I told you I can't repeat his words in public. Uh, uh, there, there must be an underlying attitude of frustration before there will be motivation. And motivation leads to determination. And determination leads to a demonstration which will end in a consummation of the situation. Let, let me say that again. There must be an underlying attitude of frustration before there will be motivation. And motivation leads to determination and Determination leads to a demonstration which comes with a consummation of the situation. There must be 
a level of frustration before people become sick and tired. That's why some of y'all been praying and people still because they are not sick and tired yet. There won't be a change until the person themselves becomes sick and tired of the situation that they are in. I don't care how much you pray for people, you can spray them with oil. You can buy them a dress or a suit made out of prayer cloth. You can fast and pray over them all day long. But until they get sick and tired themselves, they will forever be doing what they are doing. That's why December the 1st, 1955, Rosa Parks refused to move and give up her seat in Montgomery, Alabama. Rosa Parks said she was not only physically tired, but she was just tired of being treated like a dog. Dave, Dave Ramsey in his financial piece said, people will never get out of debt until they get sick and tired of being broke. Y'all going to help me here? Amen. A young woman will never get married until she gets sick and tired of shacking up with some dude and said, Jack, that's it. Amen. I'm going to join the chorus of prophetess Beyonce. You better put a ring on it. Amen. The, the theme idea of this this morning is you can gain life of rest. You can't not gain a life of rest until you give Jesus the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, bless his name. So you, you, you can gain a life of rest when you give Jesus the rest of your life. Are you tired yet? You will never experience the Kashakana glory of God until you get sick and tired of the way you are living. I could preach till I fall out. And some people go back, back outside and roll a joint because they are not. <laughs> hey Amen. You, you got that. Are you tired yet? I mean, you, you can pray for folk all day long, fall out, but until they themselves Luke chapter 15, that prodigal son came to himself. And in essence, he said, I'm sick and tired of being in the hog pen. I'm going home. <laughs> y'all going to help me this morning. Amen. Because see, some of y'all haven't reached desperation level yet. And that's why some people can come to church when they want to. They don't, you know, you know because they haven't reached critical mass yet. They, but when you become Sick and tired. And sick and tired of being the tail rather than the head. You'll never change. That's why Jesus said, are you tired yet? Are you tired of living beneath your God-given privileges? Are you tired or not? Oh, amen. And it won't happen until you become sick and tired. Are you ready? Are you tired yet? This, this is the greatest invitation ever given by our Savior. And in our text today, Jesus' ministry reaches a pivotal point because the Pharisees had rejected him. And so Jesus turned to the masses. 
the pharisaical law and all of their do's and don'ts had rejected Jesus, all of their legalism. So Jesus turns to the people like us and give us this great invitation. Look, look what he said. There are three things here. Look what he said. Because see, I learned a long time ago preaching. I had preached a long time until I learned this. Uh, 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 you got to be tired. You have to be sick and tired. See, you are, see, you will never lose weight. Okay, all right. Amen, okay. Amen, all right. Amen. You'll never get that blood pressure under control until you get tired. Say, I'm tired of my blood pressure being 450 over 20, over 2,000. Okay. Amen. That's a miracle right there. Amen. That don't make you tired just thinking about it. Amen. And, 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 and Jesus here uh, uh, gives uh, uh, the invitation. First of all, he gives an invitation to liberty. He said, come unto me, all ye that are labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That's, that's, that's the invitation to liberty. Because one thing about it, when you come to Christ, you experience freedom. Jesus said, to whom the Son set free, free indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And, and he invites us to come to liberty. That's the great thing about being saved of the fact that we have liberty in Christ. I don't have to go around looking like I'm the cruise director of the Titanic. I can have a good time. I, 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 can, I can enjoy life. I can laugh. I can, I can dance. I can raise my hand because I have an invitation to liberty. Sin brings bounds. Sin bound you up. Sin ties you up. A whole lot more folk want to raise their hand, but see, sin will keep your hands tied. You, you, you. You don't have the freedom because you worry about who's going to see you, what they're going to say. And you know God been good to you, but, but sin will keep you bound. You know, most, folk, most folk in sin, they, they're not enjoying it, but they don't have the liberty. Jesus gave it. Come on. Say, come. Say, I'm, it's an invitation to... I don't care how much intellectualism you have. You cannot uh, uh, learn and uh, get so heavy that you can have spiritual freedom. That only comes to Jesus. He said, he said come unto me, all you that are labor and heavy laden. Sin will weigh you down. A whole lot of folk, if I look bad today, it ain't because of fact I worry. I stay in the world a little too long. Sin, sin will make you look 20, 20 times uh, your age. You'll look... We got a lot of old-looking young folk. Cause the devil will make you look ugly. He'll just dragging around. How old are you? I'm 15. Man, you just 15. <laughs> he, he gives us liberty. Hey, I thank God for our military, but our uh, our liberty come from Jesus Christ, and He gives us the invitation. If if you if you if you if, come under me, come come on. If if all that are labor. Heavy laden. He said, what? I, I'll, give you, I'll give you rest. You'll never have rest in your sins. That's why sinners don't want to come to church. That's why they don't want to come. They, 
Amen. They don't want to hear no gospel and your sin. You can't rest in your sin. And that's why when you're living a sinful life, you want to surround your folk with others, yourself with other sinners so they can agree with you. Well, I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with drinking a little liquor. Ain't no wrong. Real McClellan, he don't know everything. He ain't God. Ain't no wrong smoking a dope. Jesus created them herbs and all that stuff. I don't know if they're on the sixth day. <laughs> because you cannot rest in sin. I was listening to myself this morning coming in on the bridge in a sermon I preached a few Sundays ago. I told you guys, I used to love to go to little dead, dry churches. Because when you're in sin, when you're in darkness, you don't want nobody to turn the light on. And the best way to get rid of roaches is do what? Turn a light on. <laughs> and the gospel won't let you rest in your sin. You can't rest. That's why some folk fidgety ain't got nowhere to go. Because the devil don't want to hear the word. Because you can't rest. In your, I don't care who you talk to. I don't care what your buddies say. I don't care what Oprah say or Dr. Phil say or whoever or Steve Hart. You can't rest in your sin. The gospel make it uncomfortable for sinners and saints. But he said, if you won't come, I'll give you rest. Boy, we need rest. Amen. This country hour is, is about to tear itself apart and we turn away from the only one who can give us rest. That's why we Christians ain't fripping out and all that kind of stuff because we have, we have the liberty in Christ. We got rest. <sighs> if I don't wake up tomorrow morning, that's all right. <laughs> you hear me say, if I look bad, that's not because of the fact I'm staying up all night because somebody need to get a good night's rest. I'm going to sleep. Amen. I don't care how St. James I I'm going to bed. Amen. Because if God can't handle it, it can't be handled and stand up all night ain't going to change nothing. He give me rest. Are, are you tired yet? Are you tired? And secondly, not only an invitation to liberty, but also it's an invitation to learn. Look, he said in verse 29, take my yoke upon you. And a yoke in, 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 the, New, in, the, Old, in the New Testament was uh, um Becoming partners, hooking up with someone. And Jesus said, take my yoke of them. Hook up with me. See, <laughs> link up with me. Uh, 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 get with me. Uh, 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 take, take my yoke. Take, take my yoke upon you. And, 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 and then he said what? And he said what? Learn of me. So I tell people now, we didn't build this church trying to be a big, we built this church for more room to teach and preach. Amen. That's why so many saints are struggling. Why? Because you don't know the word. That's why I'm hooked on this book. Amen. Well, let me say that again. That's why some of you are struggling this morning because you don't know the word. See? See, when you learn the word of God, you understand that there are over 7,000 promises given to a believer in the word of God. And whatever situation I'm in, I speak the word of God over that situation. See, but if you don't know the word, you can't speak the word. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? See, 
The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You learn the word of God and speak the word of God in your peculiar paradigm. He said, you come learn of me. Well, some of y'all are so depressed, you don't know the book. I don't care what you're going through. It's not tougher than God. I don't care what situation you're in. God is greater than any situation you will ever face. And when you learn the word of God, you know you can call the Hebrew boy and they'll tell you he'll take the heat out of fire. Ask Daniel, he'll get the, he'll put liars on Jenny, on Jenny Craig. You ask Paul and Silas at midnight, learn of me. Learn of me. Learn of me. You got to learn about Jesus. Learn of me. Learn, learn, learn of me. Not, not, that's why I thank God for my ecumenical bringing, upbringing. You know, a lot of folk know a whole lot about Baptist. don't know nothing about Jesus. You know. A lot of folk know a whole lot about Pentecostal. don't know nothing about Jesus. A lot of folk know a lot about Methodist. don't know nothing about Jesus. He said, learn of me. That's all we're going to be doing throughout all of the endless ages in learning more about him. You got to learn. You got to be willing. You got to humble yourself. That's why some people can't get it. They don't humble themselves. You got to be in humility. That's why a lot of us men, hard for us to get saved because we don't want to humble ourselves because we want to prove like we know everything. I don't need nobody. I'm tough. Yeah, sure, yeah. You know, you got to humble yourself. That's why a whole lot of black men don't go to school. I already know everything. Really? Okay. Oh, you do? You know, that, that, that invitation to learn, talk about humility, talk about patience. God ain't going to, God, you got to learn how to wait on God. God don't jump by your, just because you said a quote of scripture, God don't move by your time frame. You got to learn how to wait on God. Got to be patient. You got to have fortitude. You got to have a strong conviction. I know what I know, and I know what I know, and I know what I know, and I know what I know. And that that I know, I know I know. <laughs> and I know what I know. You got to have fortitude, and then you got to have love for everybody. Now he said, come unto me, come unto me. He said, he said take my yoke upon and learn of me. And I am, look at Jesus. He said, I'm meek and lowly in heart. And you will find rest for your soul. See, your soul needs rest. That's what, that's, what, that's what the world don't understand. When you come to Christ, you find rest for your soul. You, uh, uh, you have peace with God. That's rest. See, Romans 8, I mean Romans 5 and 1, uh, have peace with God. See, that was my biggest thing. I, I ain't never been afraid of no man, no color, no time. They're always afraid of God. Because anybody I couldn't whip or my brothers couldn't whip, I could run. Amen. I wish somebody had helped me say, somebody run on, Pastor. Amen. See, but you, I don't want no trouble with God. See, you don't want no trouble with God. See, God is the only man that can send a tornado and you can't sue him for property damage. Amen. God is the only man that can whip his children. You can't sue him for child abuse. You don't want no trouble with God. And the first thing when you come to him, you get peace with God. Oh, God. Then I don't have peace with God. You have the peace uh, of God. 
and whatever situation. That's why Christians ain't going. That's why I couldn't believe all these saints freaking out over Donald Trump being elected president. I have never in my life just said you don't know the word. That's right. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. What? He gone. Hold on. Hold on. Really? <laughs> and I told y'all a few weeks ago, the same God that handled Pharaoh, the same God that handled Nero, the same God that handled Mussolini and Adolf Hitler, the same God that took care of George Wallace, he'll handle Trump and you. Amen. He'll handle your crazy husband. He'll handle your acting wife if you let God handle his business. Learn of me. Peace with God. Peace of God. Learn. It's a process. Learning. Somebody say learning. You you don't fall apart. Learning. You don't fall apart when you know what you know. If I had to play a game tonight, you think I'd be worried? Somebody called me out, said, McClendon, I'm challenge you to a game this evening, UT, Irwin Center, and tell me you can bring whoever you want to bring, play with you. So I can? He said, yeah. You can bring anybody, four guys. I said, well, so you think? I said, any four? Any four. Here come one coming early, but I ain't, I'm not going to choose him. He, 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 he ain't ready. I ain't going to choose him. See, he can't. Got to wait till I call. Got to wait till I call your name before you come. See, see, he just can't come down. I, I, wait, wait a minute. And they said, they said, BW, you can get anybody you want. You can play. I said, okay. I said, well, anybody? See anybody? I said, what about I'm gonna take um, Steph Curry, take uh, Clay Thompson. I'm gonna take uh, 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 Kevin Durant. How many of that? That's that's three. Then I need four because I'm going to play. I'm going to play. So. Somebody say, play on, Pastor. I'm going to play. So I'm going to get one more. I'm going to um, get a young guy from Cleveland uh, on my team named LeBron James. So do y'all think I'm wearing when I go to the Irwin Center? I'm going to have my socks pulled up up to my knees, have them on my comfort. Y'all think I'm going to be wearing Why? Because I got a team. Oh, y'all didn't get that, did you? Y'all think I'm going to be worried? I don't care who. Because I got a bad team with me. That same way when you learn who you are in Christ, when you learn that no weapon formed against me shall prosper, instead of running from the devil, you'll be running to the devil and say, where is that devil? In the name of Jesus, when you learn of him, you take authority in your life. Tell the devil no more. Because I belong to God. Not only you learn of him. Invitation to learn. Get in the book. Tell your neighbor, get in the book. Start reading the word. Come to Bible study. Come to mission. Come to brotherhood. Get in the word. Learn the word. Then finally, look here. It's the invitation to labor. You see, not, not only... Uh, to, to liberty and to learning, but to labor. Look at verse 30. For my yoke is easy and my burdens 
of light. See what's wrong? Too many Christians trying to live for Christ in the power of their own might. That's why, that's why some of you don't need to be witnessing until you get this because you will confuse a sinner. The way some Christians look, yeah, I'm saved, but you know it's tough out here. And, and uh, you know, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. I've been going to church, but uh, ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing changed. Well, I don't blame the sinner, though. You know? And while you looking like that, the sinners are partying. I just did that last one for me. Hey, hey. You are, well, you know, you all come to our church sometime. You can't look folk in now. Your head all down. You all come over sometime. Where you go? I go to St. Jane and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, the, and, the, and the folk in the world. Hey, But when you learn that his yoke, see, I'm not out here on B.W.'s word. When you learn who you are in Christ, Jesus saved us and Jesus called us and we took his yoke on us and his yoke is easy and his burdens are light. Our problem comes when we start trying to live our own life. We want to be saved, but we want God to do it our way. We want to be saved, but we want to party all weekend and expect to experience God on Sunday morning. Don't work like that, buddy. You got to take his load upon you, and his yoke is easy. It's easy being a Christian. Why? Because Jesus did the hard part. Anytime I start stressing out is when I start trying to do it myself. Anytime I start going crazy, when I start trying to be Bonetta husband by myself. Anytime I start fritching at night is when I start trying to pastor St. James by myself. But see, I took his yoke upon me and his yoke is easy and his burdens are light. Your burdens are hard. That's why you're struggling now because you are trying to fix your own mess. That's why you are having a hard time. Why you cannot enjoy the joy of the Lord because you are trying to do it. You got your own little plans and you want God to bless your mess. That's why your burden is heavy and your yoke is. But he said, take upon you. My yoke is easy and my burdens are light. Anybody all be loose is Christians because... He's doing it. Now, why we ought to be laboring like, like we doing it. No, you trying to do too much. Turn it over to Jesus. Come. If you're tired yet, come. He, he, he bids us come. When you go today, tell somebody, come. They say, come what? They come to Jesus. He, he's the only one that can fix your mess. Are you tired yet? Are you tired of just going to church? Not experiencing the Shekinah glory of God? Are you just tired of going through the motions? Then what you need to do is come to Jesus. Those of us who came to Jesus know what we found. I, I came to Jesus just as I was. I was weary and wounded and sad. And I found in him a resting place 
and all he has made me glad. I was messed up from the flow up, but I heard the old preacher preaching the same word of God. Come unto me, all ye that laboring or heavy laden, and I, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and, and learn of me. For, my, for I am meek and lonely in heart, and, and ye shall find rest for your soul. For, for my yoke is easy, and my burden they are so light and every chance I get uh, that's why when we preach we are really saying are you tired yet I got to borrow my friends uh, uh-huh, uh, his own uh, demonstration uh, Reverend Marvin Wiley uh, uh-huh, he, he would do this and, and say <laughs> and, That's all we're doing. If you're tired of being tired, Jesus is saying, if you're really tired of being on that bottle, if you're really tired of smoking drugs, if you're really, 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 if you're really tired of living beneath your privilege, Jesus said, come unto me, oh, ye labor heavy laden, and I will, he said, I will, that's personal, I will give you rest. Won't he do it? Anybody else out here? You see, going on 45 years ago, I didn't get saved until I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. I went to church every Sunday, sung in the choir, but I didn't get saved until I got sick and tired. And I heard, come unto me, all ye labor. What you gonna find when you come to Jesus? I found joy, unspeakable joy. I found peace. I found love. I found grace. I found mercy. Are you tired yet? Come on. The Spirit says, Come, come ye who love the Lord and you can have joy somebody said joy you can have peace somebody said peace you can have love but you got to come on to Jesus he is the only one he's able he died on the cross buried in a borrowed tomb but early Sunday morning he rose. Are you tired yet? Come. Come. Door of the church are open. Come. That's our new sign. Come. Are you tired yet? Are you tired yet? Come. Are you tired yet? 
Are you tired yet? Say it a few more times. Are you tired yet over here? Are you tired yet? Are you tired? Are you tired? Are you tired? Are you tired? If you are, Jesus says, come unto him and he will give you life. Hallelujah. I'm glad I came just as I was. Weary, wounded, and sad, but I found in him a resting place. Now he's made me glad. Keep witnessing the people, but tell them, don't let them put that mess on you like something you're doing wrong. Just tell them, you're not tired yet, that's all. That's all. But the only problem is, you may not get another chance. See, this could be your last chance. That's how the urgency of, of coming now. Because you may never give a chance, have this chance again. Are you tired yet? If you're not tired, you'll keep living. But when you get tired, Jesus said, come unto me. Hallelujah. Shall we stand? We are praying. If you don't have to move, don't move. We are Unless you come in this way, every head bowed and every eye closed, that's the invitation he gives. You can say yea or nay, but one day you'll be standing before God if you reject him. And, and he says, come. I know what you've been doing. He said, but still bring it with you, and I'll fill you with so much joy that what you thought you couldn't live without. Once you get a taste of, of this new wine, you'll never be the same again. <laughs> Are you tired yet? You come. Are you tired yet? Tired of, of this life? Living beneath my privileges. You can come to him. Learn of me. God is sovereign. He's in control. Every situation. Hallelujah.